I'm waiting for Cousin Shane. As per usual. All right, let's see. There we go. We got him in here. Cousin Jonathan can't wait to hear him say nothing. Hey, buddy. Hey, how's it going? It's going good, sir. It is going good. Been a little hectic, but I finally got everything situated here. <laughs> oh, good. How, how fired up are you for this weekend, man? You think, uh, what's the game of all the games, Shane? So I know you said you were feeling good, but which game are you, you least confident that uh, you picked the winner in this weekend in the <laughs> SEC? Mike, is there any doubt that it's the Texas a and Aggies? <laughs> we were on the wager app, got wagered 50 bucks that to, to say Texas A&M would win outright, money line. And I'm, I'm, I, I can't pull the trigger, you know? And that's right. terrible. You're going against Miami. Now, how, how does it change things, though, with Max Johnson? Because who knows? I mean... I know he's got his critics. I'm not saying he's a superstar, but hell, he's uh, he's won many of games in the SEC. I think if A&M's got quality quarterback plays, they can get that running game going. Hell, they could they could beat everybody on their schedule potentially. Yeah, I'm just I think it's a week too late, but you know, better late than never. I, hopefully, it's a, it's the spark that that this team needs is my thing. You know, I, I they right. need something. They need something to cling on, and and if it, you know, hopefully it works. I just, I, I don't know. It's just they made the stage bigger for Max, I think. I think that's the dumb part. You know, if he could have came in late against that state and maybe rallied the troops to, to win the game, mm -hmm. then going into Miami wouldn't have been such a big deal. But now they're like, hey, you know, we got a new quarterback, and, you know, that's just <laughs> stupid. You're just adding extra pressure to him. It's basically like they did the exact opposite of what we were saying all offseason. You know, they, they used the two games to get that offense rolling, going into yeah. this gauntlet. But it, instead, they're like, all right, now that the gauntlet's here, let's uh, let's try to start from square zero. And you know what? Well, Jimbo kept telling us, you know, all offseason that this is a quarterback controversy when the real thing was he just has no idea <laughs> who to put out there. <laughs> How about you, Jonathan? What, what game are you fired up for this weekend? Oh, it has to be Miami and Texas. I'm curious to see if they improve an offensive line. I think that's the problem as much as the quarterback plays. Man, well, we're, we're at least we're keeping it consistent here. What about Penn State? Yeah. Penn State Auburn. I mean. Well, any chance for Franklin to lose, I'm good with it. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, I'm Are you, so you're still blocked? Have you tried tw uh, tweeting at him this week? No, I'm, yeah, I'm blocked. He's he's got me he's got me shut down. Apparently, yeah, and I know what it was. I was making fun of his home field advantage, and and uh, I shouldn't have done that because he was very active on Twitter back then. I don't know if he's still active, but I don't know if I need to, you know send some sort of mail out to him and maybe he can forgive me and let me back in. But to be honest with you, Mike, I, I, that's not a battle I want to fight. You know, I, I'm good being blocked. I, and the less I see him, the better. I, did, you, did you see a lot of Tennessee fans saying they're mad at you? Did you see this? Oh, no. Why are they mad? <laughs> you only have the ball scoring 49 against Akron. What, explain, explain yourself. <laughs> well, I, I think when, uh, this, this, you know, you got to remember, it's this Sleepy Joe. He's, he's, he's faced the Tennessee Volunteers before, and he's never faced this 
you know, high-powered offense like like he's going to see. But I, I I don't know. I just it seems it seems dumb to try to go toe to toe with him. It, it feels like your best bet is is straight up like look at App State. You know, stretch the game, hold on, try to just slowly move this thing down the field and just win the 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 time of of of, of uh, possession. Right. I think that's what they got to do. And on the other side, I think, you know, Tennessee has really got to find this running game. Uh, I, don't get me wrong. I love offense. I love the throw. I love Tillman. I love the, you know, the uh, 11, I think it was 11 receptions, the height last week. I think, you know, that part, I, I mean, who doesn't love that? But, you know, when we get into this SEC play, we have got to get better at being two-dimensional. So I think there's going to be an emphasis on running game and finding who's going to be our workhorse. And, and, of course, that's just going to keep the clock moving. So it's not that I don't think this is going to be a ball game because it's not. But I just think, you know, we got Tennessee trying to work some things out. And I think you've got uh, – I think you've got these guys just trying to slow things down. What are the chances you think – I mean, everybody in the country is overlooking Georgia going on the road to South Carolina. And I know I've already stupidly predicted South Carolina to win, but – which, which only about 10,000 people have reminded me of this week. But I'm not, I'm not even going that far. But how, how stunned would you be if this is, uh, you know, a ball game here deep into the fourth quarter? Mike, you want to talk about miracles, man. I mean, it, it, that's what it would be. <laughs> Any given Saturday, as Beamer likes to say. I know, I know. I, I'm just – I'm being realistic. It's just, you know, Georgia doesn't have any flaws right now. Maybe that's, you know, something to work on. But, you know, South Carolina banged up, you know, still having trouble stopping the run, still having trouble running their sales. It's, you know, they've got, some, they've got some dangerous toys over there to use. And, and, and I hope that they find, you know, more ways to get some of these guys involved, you know. Uh, but I just – I don't see it. I, I, I think this is going to be a business trip for Kirby and company, and, and uh, it's going to be a it's, – it's just a tough game. Let me ask you this. Over under – listen – I'm already putting it out there. The upset's going to happen. Spencer Rattler, how many touchdowns is it going to take over under five and a half? To win, to beat Georgia? Yes, in a, in a shootout. Mike, I mean, seriously, think about that. Has, has anybody scored a touchdown against Georgia? You know what I'm saying? You want him to go out here and score five? So, I mean, obviously. Yeah, I'm saying it might take six. It might take six. <laughs> I don't know, man. I mean, Stetson looked good when he had to get out here and play against Oregon. So, I don't know. Um, yeah, I'd say six. I mean, it would have to be – it'd have to be a high score. Or, if, you know, I mean, honestly, what you got to do is just – if if you want to talk miracles, mm-hmm. it's just – it's a simple recipe. You want to keep it as close as you can. You know, don't, don't – it doesn't have to be sexy. It doesn't have to be flashy. You know, keep it competitive to the first half, you know, late third quarter, something like that. And then that's when you start bringing the, 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 the game out. You know what I'm saying? That's when you start mixing things up and, and, and trying to get Marshawn Wood, you know, more involved in the passing attack. Uh, you know, uh, what, what's his name? What's the other kid's name? Juice, Juice Wells? Uh, yeah. No, my boy uh, in the backfield. Bell? Um, Jaheim Bell? No, running back. Christian Bill Smith? Lloyd? I'm going down no, the whole roster here. <laughs> Juju McDowell. Okay, gotcha. Yeah, yeah. 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 That's, that's, I mean, those two guys, like, if you want to beat Georgia, 
you have got to get those guys in space and ample opportunities to, to, to move the chains. But, but dude, again, we're talking an absolute miracle. And, and you know, it was a, it was a, it was a upset, you know, the last time uh, South Carolina beat Georgia, it would be like twice as upsetting. You know what I'm saying? I mean, that's just, that's just how big this game's going to well, be. Well, let me ask you this, Shane, because I, I hope I have this correctly, but I believe ESPN is delaying the kickoff 12 minutes. I never heard anything like this. I hope I got the number right. 12 minutes so that, you know, the nation can see the atmosphere and this 2001 and all the hype. So yeah. 12 minutes. Is that? Yeah, it, I would have it up. Well, let me, no, no, no. Here's yeah. what I was going to ask you. I'm trying to figure out how to, how to pose this question to you. In 12 minutes, will Georgia, uh, I mean, will this even be a ball game after the next 12 minutes? You think it's a competitive game for that long, or do you think Georgia already runs away with it in twelve minutes? Uh, no, I, I don't. I, I think you know South Carolina's crafty, buddy. Uh, they, I mean, Arkansas is not a lightweight, and, right. and you know they they tried to make that a game late in the third, but I, you know, I don't. See, I, I don't think, I think that's. A I think that's where everybody's getting this mixed up, Shane. I think they. You know, I don't want to say they got blown out by Arkansas, but they were clearly not the better team. And then, right. you know, not Arkansas people, but I think a lot of the country says, well, by God, they couldn't hang with Arkansas. Uh, this is a garbage team. But you and I both know Arkansas top 10. They, they deserve to be you know, maybe yeah. even higher. So if you lose to them on the road, it's, that's not really a bad loss. And I'm not... I'm no. not sitting here saying that, that South Carolina will for sure compete with Georgia, but you're getting them in your house. You're getting this special treatment. Uh, I don't know. I, I think I think there's a chance it's a lot more competitive ball game than we're, than we're giving it credit for. Well, yeah, and, and very scripted. I'd want the damn ball first, you know. It's going to be one of those things mm-hmm. that, you know, you want the first 12 plays dialed up and, and you know, ready to roll. So, uh, I don't know. I Anything can happen. But I, I will tell you, you're going to get South Carolina's best playing. Um, I mean, it doesn't matter who's hitting on the field. That's the thing I like about this team is there's no quit in them. Now, let me ask you this. We, we haven't even hit on maybe the game of the week, Shane. Mississippi State, LSU. Uh-huh. Are we overlooking LSU just because, you know, not, not necessarily just because they lost week one. Maybe it's more to do with Mississippi State playing so well uh, the first two weeks of the season. But, I mean, I think this is a real opportunity for LSU to gain some momentum. And I, I think their backs really are against the wall because if you look at the schedule, they drop this game. I don't think LSU is going to a bowl game. Yeah. No, I, 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 you know, sometimes you get, you know, you get caught. You get them, them googly eyes watching Mississippi State play and you think, <laughs> you know, we're, we're, we're created this little, this little dream that they, they surprise everybody and become a top five team in the country. And, and they have potential. I mean, seriously, their offense is playing better than most. Their defense is definitely uh, top shelf right now. So, um, I'm really high on Mississippi State. You're really high on Mississippi State. We're, we're, we question LSU um, because I really don't think that Florida State team was a good team. Um, I, I think LSU had more talent. You know, you can't really go off last week because that was just a cupcake. So, you know, mm-hmm. there's, there's still some question marks down there. And, but it is at Death Valley. It is at night. And, and that's going to be a factor as well. So, uh, who knows? This this could turn out to be the best game on the slate here, but I just I'm convinced, or at least I've convinced myself that Mississippi State 
is one of the top teams in the SEC, and I think they show it this Saturday. Do you think if they beat LSU, they're going to be in the top 25 this week? Or yeah, in the game? You, you got to, man. You, they should already be so there. Too. I agree. You know, I, I would say probably not because they'll say, well, hell, they beat LSU. LSU's got two losses. <laughs> they're no good. You know, they'll find another way to discredit and discount Mississippi State. You know, but we'll see who else maybe loses in the top 25 to fall down. But I don't know. I think, I, I, you know, if it's a close ball game and Mississippi State wins it, yeah, yeah. I, I think they'll be unranked again. <laughs> I, I really do. Uh, you know, the one I've gotten most shit about, though, is uh, the Florida game. Um, mm-hmm. uh, you know, here's one that, I mean, you could it, it, it's like classic crap game. Um, you're coming off. A disappointing game with Kentucky. You know, you're sitting there looking at Tennessee next week, and it's a South Florida team that you've, you, you know, you beat the shit out of before. So it's, right. it's, it's just, I don't know, man. There's something about this game, and I'm not, I'm, I'm, that's why I was afraid to bet on this when you're talking about like least ones to gamble on. It just feels like, you know, Florida really has to establish a passing attack. You know, similar to Tennessee. They have got. They can't just let Anthony Richardson run all the time. They have really got to. They got to find some weapons down the field. They got to be able to stretch the field. Um, you know. So I think they've worked some stuff out. And and I, it would not surprise me if, if Billy says you cannot leave the pocket during this game. Period. <laughs> you know. If worst case scenario, just throw it out of bounds. I do not want you leaving here because that's what they've got to work on. And I just I don't know. It feels like we may have. You know, some dumb turnovers later, you know, because we're going to have some aggressive playing and, and maybe they're overlooking this team. That's that's the – I'm not saying that Florida should be on upset alert. I'm not saying that at all. But as a gambler, I just think there was too many points involved uh, for me to take the, the Florida in the points. Looks like we got Joseph in here, but his, his mic's muted. Let's see if he's got a question. Yeah, I can hear you guys now. Sorry, I didn't realize it was muted. Yeah, so – Huge Arkansas fan. Hope that you guys are able to make it up to Fayetteville in a few weeks, assuming that the Hogs are uh, two and over the next two games. Um, I am with you guys a hundred percent about Mississippi State. I think if they beat LSU this week, they will not be ranked because of exactly what you said. Also, if you were to look at the rest of the top twenty-five, there are plenty of teams that you could look at and say you put them on a neutral field. Mississippi State would win a lot of games. I think they're probably about. 14 to 17, probably. This is coming from an Arkansas fan. So I hope that they have, honestly, like, I am I am very high on Mississippi State. I think that their defensive coordinator will be gone next year coaching somewhere else in yeah. a Power 5 coaching job. I think he is absolutely terrific. He's put guys in the league over the last few years that he's been there. I'm, I'm very high on Mississippi State, and the rest of the country is not. So at I hope that they do well, and I hope that it's not at LSU. I hope that A&M loses as well. We'll see how that goes. But I, I'm very high on Mississippi State this year compared to the rest of the SEC West. I think, Joseph, you might be the one Arkansas guy that I spoke to that is high on Mississippi State because the rest of them, <laughs> God, do they hate the Bulldogs. I, I, don't, I don't care for them much, but you got to respect – I mean, the games that we played against them in the last two years, we beat them in Starkville by seven points. And then we beat them last year in the last, you know, last play of the game. They had a chance to win. I think we won by two. So, I mean, like, I, I respect them. Mike Leach is a great coach, although his system can be kind of quirky sometimes. But, like, 
Their defensive coordinator, I think, is as good, if not better, than like Barry Odom, to be honest. I mean, that guy is incredible. He knows how to coach. He doesn't get the greatest talent in the world. He just knows how to put guys in the right positions. So, like, you got to respect good coaching because at the end of the day, that can win a lot of games in college football. So, yeah. I, you know, it is what it is. But I, I, I think that they'll be pretty good this year. And that, that'll definitely be a top game for Arkansas or anyone that plays Mississippi State this year. So, you know, we'll see what happens with them. Appreciate you, Joseph. Yep. Yes, sir. We got we got another one here. Long-time listener, T. Let's see. Adam here. Don't even know what his name is. It's a bunch of numbers and letters. Oh, we know. He knows my mailing address. What's <laughs> <laughs> up, so, man? May have to unmute it there. Bottom left. He's about as talkative as Jonathan. I know. I got a question for you, Mike. So imagine. I know he's, he's going to be mad about something about the Kentucky. Let's see. How about the, how about all these Kentucky fans, Shane? They're madder in hell. We didn't predict the Youngstown State game. Let me tell you, Kentucky people. John, you the, just sit over there in your corner, and you. I know. <laughs> right. you, well, when you're when you're top ten in the country, we do not pick your games against FCS opponents. No. No. Oh, is that what they wanted? Yeah. No. I mean, we we told you what we what we want to see out there. Well, they're mad because the graphic didn't have it on there. No. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, of all I the things to be upset about, when you're on top of the world, Mike, you know, I just yep. Kentucky. I, I tell you, one thing I am looking forward to, and we talked about it on the show, is this offensive line mm-hmm. uh, that looked god awful first week and, and first half of the Florida game. To be honest with you. But I just the, the progression I saw throughout that game, I, that's something they got to work on this week and, and continue that continuity, um, you know, especially when they get into more, more of this SEC play. But, no, nah, Kentucky has nothing to be mad at right now. They're still eating alligator meat up there. Yeah. All right, we got him back in here. He's muted again, though. This may be his first spaces. No, he does his own. Or yeah, I, I, I'm here, guys. Hey, here he is. Hey, what's up, boys? We get. Hey, appreciate you having me on. Yeah. yeah. So, well, I want to. I want a couple. Couple things. I'm. I'm here a little Friday night lights, watching a little high school football. But I, I love that you guys do this for the uh, SEC fans for all the uh, predictions and games. I, I'm gonna tell you right now, uh, George is gonna beat the brakes off of South Carolina. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm just, just throwing that out there right now. The, the, the two games that I'm interested in, besides that, because I'm not worried about Georgia. Georgia, they scored 30 in the first half. Kirby gets mad because they only scored three points in the second half. Don't execute. They're, they're going to destroy South Carolina. But I want to see what, what, what Ole Miss does against North Carolina, Georgia Tech in playing a Power 5 team, has some athletes. I don't think Georgia Tech's very good. And they, gave, they gave Clemson a little bit of a good game, but maybe they have a chance to like at least give some – push back to Ole Miss, and, and who knows what the quarterback's going to be from Ole Miss, but I want to see the results for that. I'm, I'm biased because I want to know what, what Kentucky's going to be facing. But then I also want to know well, Texas, my, Texas A&M and Miami. I mean, yeah. they're, they're switching quarterbacks, but guys, let me ask you this. I watched the quarterback of Texas A&M for the first two weeks, and he's throwing the football, and I go, how is he a Division one quarterback the way he throws that football? That's not been talked about. He looks weird as hell throwing that football. Yeah. Is that just me or is that stuff? Is that is you all seeing that too, right? 
No, I saw a couple of images floating around on Twitter, and at first I thought they were doctored, but yeah, he, he does have <laughs> quite an unusual throwing motion. Well, I know his dad's a coach. He was, yeah. he was very successful at, at the highest level of Texas football. It is funky as hell, but, uh, you know, I don't want to compare him to Phillip Rivers because that's a disjustice to old Phillip. But, I mean, he had a funky way of throwing the ball too. So, But but I feel you, it, it just it's, seems unnatural when he winds up, and, and maybe that's part of his problem. I mean, he throws it from the ear hole, which is, I mean, I guess that's fine if you can get it there, but, God, it looks weird from a Texas A&M top five or six team in the country trying to compete for a national championship. But, anyway, hey, man, guys, I love what you all do. The way you all promote SEC football from top to bottom, I don't care what program you are, you all give love and shout-outs to all these guys, so I love it. As a Kentucky fan, I enjoy your all's commentary and the banter back and forth. So, um, anytime, I'll, I'll say this, anytime an SEC team wants to come to Lexington and go to a game, you're more than welcome to come hang out with us. I'd love to host you guys. Uh, as far as fans or both you guys, anytime you guys want to come in, I'd love to. And then I got some good Kentucky bourbon that I, I'd be glad to serve you. I, I got a little in my cup right now, but, you know. Hey, let me ask you something before you get off here. Do you, do you yeah, ever have mine boxed up? Yeah, I, I, I tell you what. I got, I got the box that I'm going to send you, for, but, but I'm going to have it all cushioned. So I, I want to make sure that the bottle you send me doesn't get broken. So I'm going to send you a box down, and it'll, it'll have all kinds of bubble wrap and stuff. But I don't want this bullshit Tennessee whiskey. I want Kentucky bourbon sent to me. I, I can't oh, drink no, that no, Tennessee no. whiskey. We don't send none of that north. Hey, uh, for the <laughs> listeners, we, we have a, an annual bourbon bet, and uh, you and Ollie – uh, you know, will, willing participants in the last couple of years, it's been very bountiful down here in East Tennessee. <laughs> the last two out of three, yep, the last two out of three, you've gotten it. But my, my son has already told me that he wants to go down, and he's got some friends. So I'm planning on going to the Ole Miss game for Kentucky on the road. I'm going to the Missouri game. I don't have Tennessee on, on the docket yet, but since my son tells me he's going, I might have to make it down there. And, and that means we're going to have to tailgate together. You're going to you're gonna host me up. Hell yeah, we'll, we'll look you up, man, for sure. <laughs> hey, hey, Mike, Cousin Shane, I appreciate you guys. Hey, enjoy it. Hey, looking forward to some good SEC football this weekend. And uh, go Cats. All right, see you, buddy. Appreciate you. We got Brett in here now. Let's see. Hey, guys. Yeah, how's it going, hey, Brett? Brett? Oh, pretty good. Uh, I just wanted to say a couple things. Uh, first off, I want to talk about Jimbo Fisher. Uh Let's uh, let's run through a hypothetical here. Let's say Texas A&M goes two and seven. You know, just, oh God. I mean, it's <laughs> really not. You know, it's not improbable considering how they're playing. I want to ask: Do you think Jimbo gets fired if they go two and seven? Oh my God! If they go, yeah. You know, I was wondering. <laughs> no, I. I mean, they owe him a lot of money. What's what's the what's the the buyout on Jimbo. Mike. I believe it's ninety-five million guaranteed. Like in the NFL team. He just got a contract extension for some reason. <laughs> yeah, I bet admin's throwing all kinds of interns in his office <laughs> looking for <laughs> looking for some excuse. You know what I'm hey, saying? They're, they're, they're looking for a show cause, man. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, if they go two and seven, I don't think they'll fire him. I really don't. Because there's just too much money, but. He'll be on the he'll be on the hottest seat in the damn country. You're saying two and seven, they don't fire Jimbo. You're crazy. I mean, 
we're hitting the panic button here. They're one and one. They're not. They're not going to go one and six the next couple of games. I know. You know what I, mean? I know. I know. That would be. I, I just that one. That number took me off. But if I, I mean, if we're playing hypotheticals. If they go two and seven, Jimbo's fired. There's. No, he's not even making it to seven games. I'm just telling you that right now. Mm-hmm. They yeah. will find a way. They will find the money. They'll do something and, and get out of that contract. So they'll, they may even buy him out. So uh, he may he may be doing a coach O. You know, you tell me what door and <laughs> what time I'm out of here. But uh, I don't, I don't want to I don't want to panic just yet. But uh, I, I think we're. I, I, there's no way you're losing seven games down there in Texas. If, I just don't see If they lose no. to Miami. And we got Marlon in here. I wonder what he's got. He's got something good. As soon as we started talking Jimbo, he had to jump in here. Sorry, listen. If Jimbo goes 0-69 in his next 69 games. <laughs> um, <laughs> He'll have the same record as Scott Frost. Yes, that actually is true. Um, no, I was going to say, I don't know if 2-7 and seven is the a&M would let him even get to that seven line? No. no. But I just also, it makes me real excited for like the, the fundraising opportunities for all them yell leaders and all like the, the, the car washes <laughs> and the dance they're going to have to do to, to raise that dial money. What, Mike, what would you take as a Tennessee guy um, tomorrow? Like if, if A&M got blown out and Jimbo mm-hmm. ended up going two and seven or if Nick Saban went 0-2 against Louisiana Monroe, Hmm. What's the, what is the question? I'm, I'm what sorry, would you, I what would you rather see as a fan? Oh, I'd rather Nick Saban lose. Oh yeah, for sure, for sure. <laughs> <laughs> That's we we root for Nick Saban to lose every game, and yeah, he met made a bet with the devil long ago. That's why he keeps winning. I asked an Auburn fan that said that same question. He's like, listen, I I would I have tickets tomorrow, like ten rows up, and I would gladly sit through a forty point loss if it means that Nick Saban is zero and two against Louisiana Monroe. <laughs> <laughs> do you see, I, Chris, do you see any uh, big upsets tomorrow? You got any on your uh, on your docket up there? Not really. Not really. A lot of people are, are uh, buying into Tech plus sixteen and a half, which I don't understand. Like usually, anytime you look at like the where the, the public money is like an overwhelming amount of, um, that's probably where it's going to be. I, I, the only one that really I can't figure out is, is Mississippi State and LSU. I know I know Mike has Mississippi State blowing them out, which kind of makes I feel like that makes sense. But I'm just being yep. like bamboozled by by Death Valley at night. Yeah, and they're an underdog mm. too, so I mean that would be an upset. They haven't lost back to that game to Mississippi State and Baton Rouge since in 30 years, so. Brian Kelly has never won a night game in Death Valley. That's a that's a true stat right there. He's never won a conference opener either. So um, boom. Yeah. No, he also. I think he actually won. He's never texted me either. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, <laughs> never beat me in a mile run. Now that I think about it. <laughs> that's good. That's good, cousin James. Yeah, I don't know, man. I look like. Uh, uh, big upset. Um, I, 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 I kind of hinted at the Florida one. Like that would be a big upset. Against um, South Florida, you know? Huh? Against South Florida? Yeah. No, I'm just talking upsets. No, it'd be a miracle. But that's the that's the one that I just I, that trap game kind of scares me a little bit for them. And you know, how do they bounce back from that tough loss against Kentucky? Do they overlook this team for Tennessee? And not saying they're going to. It would. It, called an upset for a reason but that's if i were to pick one that's the one uh maybe i'm looking at that one or 
Yeah, I'm just going to stick with that one. No, for me, the biggest upset, Auburn. Auburn winning. Because to me, that would be a huge upset. Oh, yeah. But, but is it? I mean, what is it, three points? That's, yeah. I mean, that's not a, I mean, that's, that should be almost a pick. I know Chris is, Chris is a big Auburn guy. What, what, why? I saw you on a Spaces like a week ago and with some girl. She sounded way intoxicated, and she was basically guaranteeing that Auburn was going to blow them out. I, I don't understand what these people are seeing. I did see you in that space for roughly seven seconds, and I felt ashamed. Uh, and I was hoping to well, I had to leave after that. I was like, what the, what <laughs> the, the hell's going on here? They were just commiserating in the San Jose State, uh, San Jose State game. Um, no, I mean, like, I, I, first off, Auburn Twitter is hilarious. It's like, a, it's like a docile, less aggressive Georgia Twitter. Um, it doesn't hurt your feelings. So, but like, <laughs> when at home, like, I'm not even saying this is a joke, but like, I don't know if September is too early for Auburn Jesus to show up, but being a home underdog, especially with James Franklin, because like, he does not do well in that spot. Like, I think they're like four and nine in, in games where they're like a touchdown loss favorite on the road. And, mm -hmm. uh, but like, also, I just, Auburn, if Auburn might, just might not be good. Just flat out. Just might not be good. Yeah, I don't think they are. Yeah, that quarterback. I, I mean, if you're Zach Calzada, like what? What is going through your mind right now <laughs> after you had A&M lose the App State and then you had two QB, two QBs? Like, did one of them have a QBR of like one, one of two for one yard? That's <laughs> a full stat line. Do you still have nightmares of Zach Calzada going up and down Alabama's defense? No, I've actually um, like been working on my tables a lot of this. I've manifested this <laughs> wet dreams where I picture him getting hurt and not coming back onto the field the last three minutes. So, I got gotcha, you. I got gotcha. <laughs> But I guess he wasn't the problem anymore in A&M. We can't say that. Uh, can we? No, I mean, Jimbo's obviously the problem. I, the Max Johnson thing would be kind of interesting, but... Man, I just I, I don't think they're gonna lose tomorrow just because of being at home in Kyle Field and Miami's not great in that spot. It's gotta be hilarious. I think everyone's just overreacting to, to A and M looking like shit. If they if they play up to their standard, they they should beat the hell out of Miami. What's their standard? Their standard's eight and four. Well, they hey, they're seven away away from that. The, the non-conference has got to be a, a gimme. It's it's where in conference plays where they suck. They only won two SEC West games last year, and one of them was Alabama. That's like the most bizarro stat in the universe. Yeah, I mean they, they really like the talent is there, obviously. But we were I mean like my co-host of the of the podcast. He's he's a Florida State alum and just an absolute. You have a podcast? Player. I do. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> It's such an asshole. It's called uh, <laughs> the other other SEC
and there's just no repercussions. And, you know, one little thing maybe is not a big deal, but when you start to see all these things add up and you're seeing Anaya Smith saying the standard is not being met, I mean, it's it's cause for concern because I, hey, I don't want to say this is going to be a dumpster fire, but it's it kind of sounds like what was happening at Florida State before he jumps in. Imagine that. Imagine that. I can't wait to see what he does to that offensive line then. Also, I will say that, like, just coming from, like, if you're a Bama fan or, like, a 90s Tennessee fan or Georgia fan, you start getting players arrested in the offseason. That's when you know you're going to have a good team. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Hey, uh, I'll leave on that note, guys. Uh, Always good talking to you. Y'all have a great night. You too, brother. Appreciate you, brother. And his podcast, everybody go check it out, College Football Uncensored. Yeah, I've been on there and they've censored me though. <laughs> I, I think we, let's get Justin in here. What's going on, guys? Hey, what up, hey, hey, What's happening with you guys? How are you doing? <laughs> no, I'm doing up some bro. football. Well, first off, you guys were talking about upsets in Florida and USF. That's not going to happen because guess you guys forgot that Chad Morris is down there and he ain't winning against the SEC team. So you can kill that. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, is he really? Yes, he is. Oh, damn, I should have done more research. Yes, he is. That's that's dead action right there. Um, <laughs> but uh, and, and Texas A&M, man, just what's even worse about the loss is the time of possession that happened with them. I mean, Appalachian State just kept the ball away from them in the third and fourth quarters. I mean, they just couldn't do anything. Not a damn thing. What are you going to do? I think that's the most concerning thing. I mean, it's not like there was no luck. It was not a bunch of turnovers. They just got out physical. They got out man. And that was on their home field to a roster that Jimbo would not take a damn one of those players. I don't care what he says over anybody he's got on his roster. Not at all. And, those kids, and you know, I saw the demeanor of those kids on the field, and I said it in the early, in the spring. They're young. They aren't. They don't know how mm-hmm. to take this. We're we're getting talked about so big. We're the number sixteen in the in the country. We're we're supposed to be going to the playoffs, and now all of a sudden you're getting bullied by this team that you're not supposed to be getting bullied by. A and M was not. They're too young this year. It's not nothing. Nothing for them. Right. I just don't believe it. And I think. I think college football would be better off. I know this will never happen, but I think it'd be better off if we didn't have preseason polls. I don't think anybody should be ranked till a couple games in because mm-hmm. I, th- I think the early season rankings skew a lot of things. But, of course, if we did that, we wouldn't have number six going down to Avalanche <laughs> as, as big of a deal. So that, I understand why it's there. I just – I hate it. I don't I don't even I, – I, you know, I honor the rankings, but not really. I think they're pretty damn dumb. Right, right. Now, I have a question for you guys, and, and you've seen it with Mississippi State, and I'm high up on them. You know that I like him. I like the the quarterback because he's got experience in the SEC. Do you think mm-hmm. when they start getting into the bulk of their SEC play, the fact that they're not really running the ball as much is going to take effect to the to the games? I mean, maybe, but I mean, you say they're not running, but I threw this stat out there: they have more rushing touchdowns in Alabama, Kentucky, or A and M right now. So, I mean, they they're getting it done and. They don't need to run the ball because they use a short passing game and their running backs combined for over 100 catches. Those may not be 
you know, your typical runs, but those are, that's a hundred runs in, in any other offense. Right. They just find different ways to do it. Uh, but there's a reason Mike Leach has been so successful for going on 20 years now is, is because his system works. Right. And no, I mean, they're not going to throw for a thousand yards every game, but they're going to have a ton of success. I think week in and week out in the SEC. I can dig that. I can dig that. I just wanted to see what you thought about them, you know, using their, their passing game more than the running. And right. You know. Now see where, where they're going to get into trouble is facing someone like Arkansas that can just jam it down their throat and limit possessions. That is a recipe that, that'll, that'll really hurt Mississippi state. And that's a big reason why, I don't think LSU can play with them because LSU can't run the ball. And Mississippi State is is one of a handful of teams in the SEC you do not want to get in a shootout with. And I think that's the only way LSU uh, is going to be approaching this game. And I, I think it's the exactly. wrong method. Exactly. Exactly. Well, I got to get out of here, guys. I just wanted to holler at you real quick. And, hey, everybody that's listening now, if you're new to this and you're new to the show, if you're new to this, these guys – they know everything about the SEC. I've been listening to them <laughs> for a long, long time. I remember, when right. Mike, I remember when Mike didn't have any pictures on his wall in the YouTube video. <laughs> so, trust me, this is where you need to be. And, hey, guys, I'm getting my car painted soon. I'll have you guys a sticker on there to sponsor for me. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you guys, man. You guys. Appreciate it, buddy. No Appreciate problem, you, Justin. No problem. Have a great one. You too. Hey. And yes, we did pay him to say all that. But uh, <laughs> AJ, and I think that's a great place to end it. I mean, it's not going to get any better than that. Anybody that missed it, we repost these. So this, this will go on the podcast feed. This will go back on YouTube as soon as we can get it up. It just takes a little while to do it. But uh, you got anything else before we hop off the line, buddy? No, always fun. Always fun. Talk to the talk. I mean, seriously, it's, it's just this is the highlight of my week is getting on here and hanging out with you guys. Talk a little college football now. We'll get up early and get our mm-hmm. tailgate on and, and, and watch all our, our bets go bad. <laughs> yeah, the, the only problems I have, Shane, college football season is Friday night trying to trying to catch some sleep because I just get so so excited. Uh, like what? Christmas Eve when you're a kid, you know. So. <laughs> Let yourself Carolina fan, then, <laughs> then it's like you got a big test tomorrow, you know. <laughs> Well, buddy, I appreciate you. I appreciate everybody showing up. We really do appreciate each and every one of you. And uh, we'll catch you on the next one. All right. See you guys. Go Vols.